You're listening to Inside Bliss with LaVon Kirkland. All right, it's that time of year, that time of the week. It's football season, and welcome back. This is the Inside Blitz with LaVon Kirkland. You're coming here from the Wyatt Law Studios. We want to thank you guys. A lot of y'all have shared our podcast and liked our podcast, and we want to thank you for that because it has helped us become extremely successful in the podcast arena. So thank you very much for that. Continue to hopefully we'll do that. And uh, LaVon, this week... Mm -hmm. You had the opportunity to talk to the Columbia Touchdown Club. Yes, sir. great group of people. How was great that? Group. Oh man, we had a fantastic time. Uh, Mike went with me. We was at Seawell. I mean, it's a stone throw away from William Bryce Stadium, so I was pretty excited about you seeing love that, that place. Don't you? Oh yeah, it's kind of it's kind of home away from home. But uh, you know what we what we did talk about? We talked about uh, connections and how we all connected in some kind of way. How we all have a heartbeat. We have blood running through our veins that we love people and you know football is a great way for all those people to come together so we talked about the connections that we have with one another we also talked about making a difference through football so our message really got out there we had our wristbands we had membership cards telling everybody to join the South Carolina Football Hall of Fame we had a great time and we just want to thank the um, touchdown club for allowing us to be there Mikey yeah, absolutely. It was a great time. Uh, talked about how giving back is yes. important. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, that's what we're doing here. Yeah, we're making a difference through football. And of course, uh, this week we have Steve Greer as as uh, our guest. Steve Greer. Steve Greer, class yeah. of 2019 inductee. Uh, of course, uh, Greer, you might recognize that last name. Of course, there's a Greer, South Carolina. There yes. is a Greer. Yes, South they Carolina. are connected. His family, that's his family's name. There you uh, go. So uh, does he have a key to the city? I mean, I think he should, but <laughs> he has a high school named after him, right? Yeah, Technically, yeah, yeah. high school. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, uh, known as uh, an undersized player going into Georgia, recruited to Georgia, um, also recruited by Clemson, but Clemson didn't really think that that he was Clemson uh, Clemson stuff. So uh, you'll hear a little bit about that in the interview. But uh, went down to Georgia, became an All American uh, Circle of Honor recipient in 2014, um, and. Uh, Brought in some amazing support in April at our class of 2019. Yeah, they love ceremony. that man. Yes, they do. Uh, awesome. I mean, literally a third of the group were mm -hmm. Georgia, and literally a George a Go Dogs chant went out in the middle of the ceremony. So you know, if you like Georgia, uh, that was that was really fun, and to have also Coach. Uh, um, uh, Dooley, Dooley there yeah. as well on one side and Coach Ford Legendary on the other Vince side. Dooley, yeah. Yes. That made things a little bit interesting. I, I'm, I'm surprised the fight didn't. I'm didn't surprised get, too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> there was some Coach Ford shots uh, rang, uh, yeah. rung out at that time, but uh, uh, it, was, it was a great group that came out. And uh, we heard so many stories leading up to Coach Greer's induction. And uh, it, just amazing the type of group of people that, that were involved with that but then once we started telling people about Steve Greer they're like man I have stories about him we've heard a lot wow. of stories about him you're right Mike and I tell you this podcast one of the things I love mm -hmm. about LaVon your style of interviewing because we we get a lot of stories right yeah here for the listeners and a lot of those stories aren't the kind you hear all the time on different right. sports shows it's fantastic Steve Greer 
He uh, is one of my favorite people. Um, we're honored to have him in this uh, Hall of Fame. And you're right, he gave us some interesting tidbits in this interview we're about to hear about the difference between recruiting from Clemson and Georgia. And of course, you know, you can hear about yourself. You know, hey, we think you can be great mm -hmm. or we think you're going to be good. How does that ring true? Well, he's living proof of how that rings true. And yep. of course, that's another thing about the South Carolina Football Hall of Fame. When we have our induction in April every year, we encourage you to come out if you can get a ticket for that. It's wonderful to see all the different, you know, uh, representations from schools right. all across the country with South Carolina because South Carolina really does touch football across the country. No and, doubt about and, it. And, you know, you have Gamecocks and Tigers and Georgia Bulldogs and Walford Terriers and South Carolina State Bulldogs and Furman Paladins and Citadel Bulldogs, Benedict Tigers. You got all of them that are getting along in the same place. For, for at least one night. For at least one night. That's right. That's right. Night. And, of course, Dave Roberts, who's on our board of uh, advisors, he's a, a great football player in his own right, was a coach for many years. He told us about Steve Greer. Now, Steve right. Greer started out as a write-in. So those of you that have joined the Hall of Fame, or if you hadn't joined, that's an opportunity for you to write in who you want to see in our Hall of Fame, who deserves it. And that's how Steve Greer started out and had the overwhelming uh, support. And, of course, Coach Roberts was like, Steve Greer. Greer was one of the best players I ever played against. Right. Talked about how tough he was, how quick he was. And, uh, and of course, the, the thing, I want to get to this interview because it's a fantastic interview. Yeah. So while you're listening, think about this. What do Billy Payne of Augusta National and Herschel Walker have in common? Hmm. Hmm. So, <laughs> again, thank you for your time. We really appreciate you listening and the support for the South Carolina Football Hall of Fame in our communities. Stick in there. We're going to be right back with Steve Greer and the Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland. This is Steve Greer. You're listening to the Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland. Hey, welcome back to the Wyatt Studio, Law Studio. Uh, we're here today. And it's a wonderful day to make a difference through football. So today we have one of our Hall of Famers, one of the mean, lean fight machines back in the 1960s, Steve Greer. Mr. Greer, how are you doing today? Doing great, LeVon. Good to be with you today. Ah, uh, man, we are so appreciative of you being on the show today. Are we ready to get started? Uh, I'm with you. Okay, now here's a, here's a hard one for you. What was your least favorite food as a kid? <laughs> the least favorite food? I didn't have one. You didn't have a least favorite food? What? <laughs> I ate everything that was put on my plate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm eating everything that comes on my plate, too, so I, I definitely understand that. Now, tell me. A, a guy like yourself from South Carolina with the namesake of Greer, how in the world that how in the world did we lose you to Georgia? Well, uh, I had one visit uh, down to uh, the University of Georgia, and I met a guy by the name of Erk Russell, mm -hmm. Erskine Russell, and he convinced me that I was going to be a great defensive player for the right. <laughs> And of course, Coach Howard, Howard said, "You know, I, I think you'll be a good player for us." Oh, so the difference in the sentence from great player to eh, okay player is the reason why you went to Georgia. They just they just put the put the recruiting spill on me better than Coach Howard did. 
Well, you know what? Uh, I'm sure that Georgia over the years probably so happy that you did that. And I, I got to tell you, when we were in a, our ceremony dinner, you were a rock star. You had over like a hundred people <laughs> yeah, that was at the ceremony. It blew my mind. I mean, um, can you explain that? I, one day I want to get a hundred people to come to anything that I'm in. Can you give me some well, tips? You have to understand that a lot of those were former teammates. Mm -hmm. And then I coached for so long at Georgia, and a lot of them were my former players. Wow. Matter of fact, this past, uh, this past weekend, you know, they named the the field. It's, uh, it's Dooley Field. Mm -hmm. It's Dooley Field at Sanford Stadium. And Friday night before the game on Saturday, we had, uh, gosh, it was like all, all of Coach Dooley's living lettermen were there and and it was just a great evening a uh, chance to get, see people you hadn't seen in years and years and years uh, uh teammates that i'd played with and then uh, people that i'd coached over the years so it, it was great to be with them on uh, friday night and then on saturday of course they had a big deal with coach dooley there on the field naming the field for him and he had all of his uh former captains standing in behind him and fortunately I was I was a captain in my senior year and I was just very proud to be part of that. Oh, that's that's amazing. I mean, a lot of times um, we don't understand the the difference that football makes. Could you tell us what uh, what difference football made in your life? Well, it's just, you know, it's, it's it was my life forever. I, I when I finished playing, I went right into coaching and uh, you know, my wife, fortunately my wife uh, was a good mother and raised our three kids while I was out uh, recruiting and raising other other people's uh, children for them. Okay, well, yeah, you know, and I think in football that wife is so important. You really have to have a good support system, and it seems like you no have no a good support system. No yeah. question about it. And, yeah. and uh, she she's been she's been, she's been. We just celebrated our fiftieth anniversary wow. back in June on June the fourteenth too. Happy anniversary. Congratulations. 50? Wow. That's fantastic. She yeah. deserves a medal. She, several medals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we coaches can be kind of tough to deal with sometimes. We really well, can. Well, you know, she, 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 we, it, when I retired, mm -hmm. uh, it was amazing. You know, I'd never just sat down and watched a football game with her. When, when I retired, we were watching one of the games on TV. One afternoon, hell, she knew, knew knew more about it than I did. Wow. <laughs> well, you know, women are smarter. Though. She said, "Well, hell, I've been watching, I've been watching games <laughs> as long as you've been playing and coaching." Wow, that's great. Now, uh, now you were known as a tremendous recruiter back in your time. What's the thing that you liked about recruiting when you're sitting across from a family, sitting across from a young man? What was the thing that really draw drew you to being a recruiter? Well, you know, just trying to, to, to be upfront and honest and to tell a young man, and especially the parents, what you could do for him as far as the academic end of it and what he could do when he came in as a player. Uh, you know, sell the, sell the school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you, you must have did a tremendous job because um, during your time, Georgia has some really good teams. Now, now, I don't, I'm not sure if I got this right, but you actually recruited Herschel Walker? I was the recruiting coordinator uh, when when uh, he was being recruited. Matter of fact, I was coaching at Auburn 
prior to coming back to Georgia in 79. And uh-huh. yeah, I'd recruited him for Auburn for a year or two. <laughs> <laughs> came to Georgia, I just kept recruiting him to change schools. Said, now you need to come into in-state school. <laughs> right. Well, you must have had a, a big influence. If you, you were close, um, recruiting him in Auburn, then he actually goes to Georgia. Well, I'm I'm sorry, do what now? I said you must have had a really big influence on him because you were at Auburn, and then he actually went to Georgia when you went to Georgia. So you had yeah, a lot yeah. to do with it. Yeah, yeah it was funny. With uh, you know the little town of Riceville, Georgia, there was coaches from all over the country there every every uh, every day. Of course, the rules were completely different back in those days. You could you could see them every day. I got tired of watching. Uh, basketball practice and then track <laughs> practice and <laughs> yeah had a lot of you know the old, old scene we had a lot of uh, pick up basketball games I, I know Coach Ford loved to play a pick up basketball game and we stand around waiting trying to recruit her <laughs> right 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 so Coach Coach Greer this is David Wyatt uh, I wanted to ask you I wanted to ask you a little bit about uh, when you played your playing days. Uh, I had the opportunity, the pleasure of talking to one of your former uh, teammates, a guy named Billy Payne, and he said you were one of the toughest players he'd ever played with and one of the quickest players he'd ever played with. And uh, I was wondering, what what kind of player was Billy Payne? Billy Payne was, a, was an outstanding player. You know, he was uh, he came in as a uh, as a tight end. He played tight end one year, and then they shifted him over to play defensive end. His uh, senior year and started for three years uh, on offense and and on defense. And of course, you know he's he uh, we coached together one year as graduate assistants, and he got his law degree and and never looked back. Of course, he he went on to become a great lawyer in Atlanta, and then brought the Olympics in, and then uh, most recently was the head man at the Augusta National. It's an amazing story, Coach. This is Mike Foster. It's an honor to have you uh, with us today on the hey, on, on the Inside Blitz. It, it, it was an honor to deal uh, with all your supporters and and uh, see the letters that were coming in uh, for your support and to actually have an opportunity to meet you in April. And it was just an honor to have you with us and and celebrate with us. But uh, my question is is this? Uh, obviously, you you and uh, Coach Dooley had spent a lot of time together at Georgia. Is there is there someone that you really looked up to that that was a mentor to you uh, as you were either playing or became a coach? Uh, and and what kind of things? Uh, how important was it to have that kind of mentorship as you were uh, going along in your career? Well, I, I guess you'd say uh, I probably had two. Uh, as a player, it was Erskine Russell. Uh, you know, I, I just uh, I lived and breathed with everything he said. And then when I went to Auburn, it was it was Shug Jordan, the head coach over there for a long time. And then fortunately, talking to going back to talking about Eric Russell, I was fortunate enough to play for him. And then when I came back to Georgia, I was able to coach with him for two years, 79 and 80, and won the national championship in 80 with him. And, of course, he went to uh, – to started back football at Georgia Southern in 81. So uh, he was the guy everybody looked up to and, and was, uh, I guess you'd say, was 
my mentor through my early coaching career. Was there something that any uh, that any of them said that stuck with you that you said, okay, I I need to learn this, and then and then uh, I need to pass this along to the kids that I coach. Well, I, I think from from uh, Eric and and Coach Dooley and uh, and all the coaches that I was under over the years, you know, the main thing was just to you know to to teach technique to teach technique, not to yell technique. Uh-huh. I never liked the, the yelling coaches that much, and, and I, I guess the, the show them, if they can't get it straight, let's show them again instead of hollering. Good stuff. Wow, that's amazing. And, um, you know, I was kind of like that, too. I, I kind of like the coaches that were instructors and instead of the ones that were hollers, as you call them. Um, Coach, yeah. we, we really do appreciate your time here, your your energy. Um, we love that you brought all that fan support. Do you think you can bring this fan support next year, getting to come to the South Carolina Football Hall of Fame? Wouldn't that be great, bring another 100 up there? Uh, <laughs> that would be tremendous. Well, maybe I can get uh, Mike Oaks, the guy that stood up right before I started talking. Mm -hmm. We had to have one big bark. Right. It it was pretty surreal to have all them uh, Tigers and Gamecocks and Auburn Tigers in there, and then for a UGA – uh, go dogs come out of come out of that uh, ceremony. That was pretty surreal. Well, yeah. very very strong. And yeah, the, the crazy thing about it, after it was over with, of course, I've been knowing Danny Ford since uh, playing days in, in college. But, but he said, "Yeah, dang it, Greer, you came up here again and embarrassed South Carolina, Clemson, and Auburn, bringing all those rednecks out of Georgia." <laughs> Well, I tell you, uh, you know, we had uh, <clears throat> Deshaun Watson. Uh, he he received the Blanchard Rogers Award, and of course, George Rogers uh, gave him that award. And one mm-hmm. of the things that uh, Deshaun said was, "I love this night because we can all come together in South Carolina and and appreciate the game of football and be friends. It's a lot, it's That's a great exactly camaraderie." Right. Yep, it just brings everybody together. That's right. And we appreciate you bringing that, that, those Georgia Bulldogs. It's a great, uh, what a great fan base. A lot of energy, as LeVon A lot of energy, yes. (laughs) Great ambassadors of the game. Thank you so much. Thank you. Y'all have a great evening. Thank you, Coach. Coach. Take care. Be good. See you now. Bye-bye. All right. Well, that was Steve Greer. What an amazing interview. A great man. An incredible legacy he leaves behind. It was an honor to have him on the show. Yeah, you know, my, my whole dream one day is to have a hundred people follow me somewhere. <laughs> and uh, when he brought all those folks in, I was like, oh my God, that's I think amazing. You're selling him short. I yeah. think he had like 150. I think he had 150, <laughs> but I mean, for someone to be beloved that way, to yeah. have that much support, that really means that he is a great man and that he did a lot for a lot of people and he made a difference through football. Well, and one of the things we talk about the. Um, the process of voting and, and getting people on the ballot and stuff like that. And um, we talk about, hey, you can write in your own guy or you can give us a nomination to help to get him on our nomination list. And it was never more true 
than Steve Greer. Well, Steve Greer definitely had great support. That's what happened. And and he had a lot of great people. Coach Dooley, Vince Dooley, was at our uh, To have Vince induction. and Coach Ford on opposite ends of the, yeah, of the ceremony and, is amazing. And, of course, right. Billy Payne, uh, former chairman of Augusta National, and uh, – he, he would have been there, sent me a message right at the last minute saying, you know, I've got to actually deal with some personal issues in Houston. But uh, right. he, he's a great ambassador. We're honored to have him in the Hall of Fame, honored to have him on this show, and honored to have you listening. So thanks for tuning in, and uh, we appreciate you very much. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland. You're listening to Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland. All right, welcome back to the Inside Blitz with LeVon Kirkland from the Wyatt Law Studios. What a fantastic interview with Steve no Greer, question. a Hall of Famer in his own right. What a fantastic man he is. He's part of the Circle of Honor in Georgia. And I tell you what, the Georgia elite and the Georgia fan and the faithful have really supported him. I, of course, my middle name is Sanford. I there always had a, a, okay. a soft spot. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Learn something all the time. All the time. Of course, I tell people that I was named after my father's favorite '70s uh, television program. Blind Miller Dillon. I want my daddy's records. I want my daddy's records. <laughs> but uh, of course, it was my grandfather's name. My mother's uh, father, Robert Sanford huh, Woodleaf. Cool. And I uh, love him. Very proud of his name. And uh, I do like to enjoy it. Having a little fun with it. So yes. the Georgia elite, Steve Greer, uh, Hall of Famer, uh, Herschel Walker, recruiter, mm-hmm. Billy Payne teammate, and just an all-around great man. We're honored to have him in the Hall of Fame. And uh, we appreciate all of his friends and supporters coming out to the event and listening to this podcast. And, of course, supporting the uh, South Carolina Football Hall of Fame. Helping us make a difference through football, joining up as a member. And uh, this is one of our favorite segments. We're going to move on at South Carolina Football Hall of Fame. We're all about leadership. Yes, indeed. And, of course, that requires us to lead ourselves first. So we try to lead ourselves first, and then we lead others. And, LaVon, you have been in a number of leadership positions, some of which – uh, you asked for, and some of which, like with the Steelers, uh, you maybe didn't ask for. Yeah, just, <laughs> you got to take over the huddle, LeVon. Yes, I remember that day. So, uh, But this is a, a section that you call the inside look, where yes. you were revealed to our audience a little leadership lesson. So without further ado, I'm coming to you, LeVon Kirkland. What is your inside look, my friend? Well, Mr. Stanford, we're going to talk about thinking. And all thinking has eternal dynamics. It leads somewhere and when act upon has consequences. For example, fools measure actions after they are done by the event. But wise men before by the rules of reasoning. So wise men think before they act. Even in the food you eat, the amount of exercise you get, how you spend your time, it's all about your thinking. So what I'm going to try to ask you to do is really consider this. Acting actually. Consider the implication of your acting and your actions, I'm sorry, before acting. So before you act, think about what you're doing and what those consequences are going to be. That's good right there, the inside yeah. look. So so it's this concept of thinking 
My 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 parents used to say you got to look before you leap. That's right. And so, how do you? I mean, do you set a t- aside time each day to oh, think yeah. about it? I mean, is that how you ha- handle that? Well, you know, I'm a strange bird sometimes. So a lot of times <laughs> when I get to the office, man, I take a little time and just kind of meditate and think about what I want to do that day. Make sure that I'm intentional about yeah. what I want to do, and make sure that I'm just not really just being impulsive, just kind of just doing something. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being spontaneous, but when we're talking about what we're doing and how important yeah. what we're doing, yeah. you got to think. You got to be a leader and you got to make sure that, you know, you understand that your actions have consequences. And it's true because I've come in there several times while he's been meditating. Yeah, just and, interrupting and me. Interrupting him. So I need to think about my actions a little bit better there and back go. on up, back into my but, office. But, but Mike, you like to be spontaneous. <laughs> that's so. right. That's, that's right. That's why you do it. It's no big problem. Well, that's very good. And I, that's, a, that's a great tip to think before you do something. And that act of thinking helps actually release energy and focus, which brings things to life, which that's, that's right. exciting. No and, question. And, and, you know, we are the Football Hall of Fame. So let's talk about football. Yeah, Mike, absolutely. we had an exciting uh, weekend of football. Give us a little uh, update absolutely. on South Carolina and, and the teams. And you know what? This is October now. Yep. Uh, it's, we're into October. Yep. We're, I call this moving month. Moving month. Moving month. It means that on our Blanchard Rogers watch list, people are going up <laughs> and they're going, going down. down. It's moving month. And so there's you. there's people going up. Of course, by the end of the month, we'll have a finalist list that we'll Exciting. reveal. Right. So so the people who are the cream is going to the top. Yes. And those that it aren't the cream does. are Kind going of going bottom. back to the bottom, which yes. is fine. Hey, mm-hmm. it's awesome. We love y'all. We love them all. But only one gets the trophy. That's, That's right. right. That's right. But uh, congratulations to Furman, Clemson, South Carolina, Limestone, Limestone. Newberry. Limestone and Newberry gets their first wins of the season. Congratulations, congratulations uh, guys. Limestone, uh, if you listen to our podcast about uh, the col- with the college SIDs, the preview show. they told you that they went – they they didn't win a game last year, wow. so they've gone zero and fifteen, and so to get Ooh. that win was was big for them That's this huge. past yeah, weekend. No so, get over uh, the hump. Keep it way going. Way to go, Saints. Uh, and then, of course, Wofford also uh, got a victory this weekend as well. So way to go, Terriers. Uh, but the team that really stood out to me were the South Carolina Gamecocks. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. 24-7 victory over Kentucky. Maybe one of the better games that they've played as a whole for a great. really long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, those guys were boosted. The Gamecocks were boosted by two-headed running attack and Dowdle and Feaster, the two seniors or grad students, if you'd like to say that. Both went over 100 yards. Feaster uh, had two touchdowns. Rico Dowdle had one. Uh, Rico actually got hurt later in the game, and Feaster came in and shut down Kentucky and really right. just showed some physicality. Yeah, he's quality um, back. And, uh, he can run. Yeah. And had some great runs in, there in the fourth quarter. And, of course, uh, defensive end DJ Wanham, another senior, uh, put up a three-sack game, uh, which uh, helped uh, keep the defense uh, uh, rolling as well. So You know why they play so well? Why is that? Because I talked to the touchdown club. That's right. And you were in Columbia. Was there. Yeah. It happens. It happens. Yeah. I'm all fired up. Got yeah, them all fired that's up. Right. That's, that's right. That's right. Um, so, uh, uh, big, big day for South Carolina. I think that they should be able to take that 
hopefully, and uh, and use some of that momentum for the rest of the season as they go into the tougher part of their schedule. Yeah. Um, and then uh, big shout out, quick to uh, John Main Martin. We mentioned his name a couple of weeks ago when he had like 300 rushing yards, but he put up four more rushing touchdowns this weekend uh, for NCA and T. He's from Conway. Uh, actually, is a, a transfer from Coastal Carolina. Okay. Uh, and uh, but uh, he has eight rushing touchdowns all on the season already uh, through four games. So that's pretty if he strong. keeps that going up, yeah. he's going to be doing pretty well. And a little bit of a South Carolina humble brag. Uh, a couple weeks ago, the Pro Football Hall of Fame announced their 2020 nominees. And wouldn't you know, a couple of our nominees ended up on that list. Hey, Brian Coates, uh, Chester McLaughlin, your buddy Chester. Chester. Yep. And then uh, along with that list were 2018 inductees, our buddy Richard Seymour mm -hmm. and Lamar High School what? alum John Abraham were was also on that list. So we come back, we talked about going to the ceremony. Yep. Uh, class of 2018. Of course, Richard Seymour's on this Pro Football Hall of Fame list, and John Abraham's on this Pro Football Hall of Fame list. And in 2018, we had Clay Matthews, right, Junior or uh, Junior there, yep. who's on the list yep. uh, this year. Wow, man. His brother Bruce, Bruce, who's who ahead. is a Pro Football Hall of Famer, he was there, yeah. and he was there. So, how many? Pro Football Hall of Famers possibly was in that room, at least five. At least five, yeah. So that's pretty dang good, right? Well, and you, you do a good job of choosing people, Mike. Know, it's right? all that's on that's you, right, Mike. You're right. doing so, an incredible job. It's actually you guys, the voters. That's right. Doing a fantastic that's right. That's why I say it's a South Carolina humble brag because yes. it's not us. It's South Carolina as a state and what they've been able to produce. Of course, the Matthews brothers don't have. Uh, uh, weren't born here, but their grand, father. their father grew right. up in Charleston, and he was a legacy inductee that year, and they both came. That's right. To, so uh, that South Carolina that. route was yeah. right there. That's they, right. They got, they got some South Carolina blood in there. A little connection and also, there. Levon, there was another young man there who was getting the uh, Blanchard Rogers Award. That's right. He, he played for your Steelers. Tell us about the Steelers win this week. Oh, you watch man. That game? Yeah, I, I watched the game last Mason night. Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph did a, I thought he did a great job. I know a lot of people got on him about maybe not passing the ball over 15 yards or so, but <laughs> hey, a win is a win. And I thought he did an excellent job coming there. Had a lot of poise, man. Had a lot of energy. So Mason, man, good job. Well, as a quarterback, you're supposed to get the ball to it to your to the open guy. Right? Yes. Fifteen Why? yards a clip. That's so, you're not going to hear many people arguing about work. that. <laughs> if you go, if someone tells you, "Hey, I'm going to go 24 of 28 for 230 yes. yards and two touchdowns. I'm not going to get sacked and I'm not going to throw an interception and I'm going to win 28 to three. Yes, I don't think a lot of people are going to be mad about that, especially when you win from being 0 and three. Yeah, I mean. That's good. I big thought he did a great job. Big props to Mason. It was yeah. cool to see him on getting interviewed on ESPN yeah. afterwards and the fact that he's part of our family. We can always school. say we remember him when. That's right. That's right. right. That's right. On Monday Night Football, which is a, which is a cool deal. So. Yeah, it is cool. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, and uh, a little quick shout-out to, to uh, Gallman, too. Uh, first yes. first uh, start. Uh, Wayne Gallman from Clemson, yep. first start with the New York Giants, uh, went over 100 total yards and had a uh, rushing touchdown and receiving touchdown uh, in his first start in go. the NFL. Wayne and, train. And also got, it, got a W as well. So, yeah. hey, what you going to do about that? Yeah.
Uh-oh, here comes the flag. Oh, no, there it is. Uh-oh. The Willie Jeffries flag coming from our <laughs> fierce producer, Evan Tripp, which we appreciate all the good work that you do for Thank us. Thank you, Evan. And uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Unfortunately, we're out of time. We have a lot of other stories, so you'll have to tune in next week right here, same place, Apple Podcasts. You can get us on uh, YouTube. You can get us on Facebook. You can get us on Spotify. And uh, we really do appreciate it. Please share it and continue to pass the word and help the cause to make a difference through football. We're the Inside Blitz with LaVon Kirkland. I'm your co-host, David Wyatt, Mikey Football. We'll see you next time. You're listening to Inside Bliss with LaVon Kirkland.